Beyond the Headline on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. John and for Aldrin, you with SAFM is beyond the headline on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Let's get straight into it. The WITS SRC president, Apiwe Nyamana, has been suspended following protests at the institution for over a week. Students have been protesting over financial exclusion as well as lack of accommodation. Minyama was suspended following allegations of misconduct. The university says it gave him an opportunity to make presentations. However, he failed to make those presentations. He shared on his social media pages last night that he would be seeking legal action. Let's hear from Wits University spokesperson uh, Sharona Patel giving us an update on that suspension. Um, the university has suspended five students. That was last Friday. And Mr. Apiwe Nyamana last night. Um, we understand that uh, he's back on campus today, and this is in breach of his suspension order. He came in by sneaking onto campus in a car driven by someone else. He has also been requested to leave the campus. Um, this breach will be taken into consideration when the disciplinary hearings take place. The university uh, would like to make it clear that it will not suspend anybody just for protesting or protesting peacefully. The university suspends students because they break the university rules. In uh, these instances, um, individuals have been breaking the rules by blocking entrances, uh, by not allowing students and staff to come onto campus, by disrupting lectures, by inciting people to disrupt lectures, and by damaging property and intimidating others on campus, amongst other charges. Um, The charges are specific to each individual based on the evidence which we have, statements from people, uh, video footage, images, um, etc. The charges are then drafted and, um, you know, put put to the students. At this stage, um, five students were suspended last Friday and uh, Apiwe was suspended yesterday. As a voice note from Sharona Patel, spokesperson for Wits University. Let's get more with uh, the president of the South African Students' Congress, Vesentlatla Similani. Vesentlatla, thank you very much for joining us. What's your take on this whole situation with the suspensions, first of all? I think one, we have been in, in contact with the president of Wits Congress up here. And uh, what I can tell you is that the next set of the investors have not been able to come on board uh, the conversation with the demand of the SRC. It was important to think the president has tried by all means necessary to engage the management in relation to what becomes their demand, but has never came on board. And to the result, the SRC decided to embark on a mass machine in terms of forcing the management to come on board so that we can have a conversation with them. But I think the suspension of uh, of our Congress there from the West is quite disturbing and it's very wrong. Love. In this country, why not democratic now We believe that any issue that must be resolved must be resolved on a table. So if the management of that is unable to come on board, especially the Vice Chancellor, because the Vice Chancellor is the one that is leading the university, must be flexible in terms of the convention of our students. Right, he was asked to appear and have a discussion yesterday, but he didn't appear. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, before this, this interview, I had a conversation with him. I asked him, President, our development in relation to our suspension, mm. and of course, in relation to issues that we are raising at the SRC, he said to me, clearly that they've been trying to engage the Vice Chancellor 
and the vice chancellor doesn't want to come on board to have a conversation with them. So I don't think that uh, the problem can be able to lie to us, to the national level of South because we are interested in terms of and we have resolved uh, those matters. But uh, we don't see uh, the solution to suspend students because if I can send to my brother, there is no one who will wake up in the morning and decide to go on strike. Students are engaged in a mass action on the basis of issues of existence and they are genuine issues. So now, when, when we are engaging on a strike and they decide to suspend our COVID, how does it mean? And we have always had one of the concerns of the student movement that the vice chancellors in this country, they decided to ensure that they kill the student policy. They killed activism. No, in, in our continuum of the country, it is clear that SRC has the right to protest. Everyone in this, in this country has, has the right to protest. But now when they are suspending our students, our student leaders, what they are doing in essence is that they are killing the student and children in this country. Because right. tomorrow, let me, let me just t- have, I want to interrupt you there because... Okay. Again, the question the question remains. He had an opportunity to address these issues at a meeting yesterday, and he failed to appear at that meeting. So, anything you're saying about uh, restricting and stopping and preventing is null and void because he had an opportunity last night. He failed to appear. According to the briefing I got from him, is that they have been asking me to have a conversation with the attendant, and the vice president never came on board. To agree in terms of that meeting. So, the opportunity that you are speaking about, at some point, university they can communicate whatever they are communicating, but on the side of students, it's something else. I got the present from him like an hour ago, what I had to ask him before I, I attend to this interview. So, that when I come to, to this interview, I'm well informed in okay. terms of. All right. So, so he feels he wasn't given the opportunity. Vitz are saying they were did give him the opportunity. You believing them? I think a lot of people would believe Vitz. It's a he said, she said case at the moment. He said he was never given an opportunity. I know. Okay. All right. I think on I, on, I know on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, over the weekend, there were some uh, discussions between management and and. and and, 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 and FRC. But out of that discussion, there were no agreements. But that is some point issued some kind of a statement that was speaking about the outcomes of the meeting. But in that statement, there were many outstanding matters that FRC did not agree mm. on. And it, it doesn't mean that if there's a meeting, so therefore it is not being resolved. Because once certainly you raise matters, you go for a discussion, if matters are not resolved, you try another meeting to okay. in order to ensure that you come down the situation. There are two issues here. There are the issues that the students are raising, and some of them are legit, and, and, and that's fine. But the, it's the way they are doing it that are the problems here, according to Wits University. Allegations of misconduct, violent student protests because of this financial exclusion. So uh, we're not debating the reasons the students are doing it. It's how and why they, or it's how they're doing it. And that's Vitz's issue. What do you guys have to say about that? I think, uh, one, as South African Congress, we always uh, ensure that when you are engaged in a mass action, you are engaged in a peaceful mass action. At any given point where we have an intention of disrupting classes, at any given point where we have an intention of donating four parts. So that is our stance as, as a movement. But what I can tell you is that when our students are engaged in the marketing, the first problem is when 
security that are being employed by the university or hired by the university mm. are the ones that begin to, to provoke our students. And when they provoke our students, our students must be able to respond to that. When you can't blame them because they don't initially start a, 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 a violent protest against the university. Every time when we start a protest, we start with when we have black cards, we are seeing on campus, we are mobilizing mm. students, addressing students to say, while engaging in the mass protest because of one, two, three, and four, there's nothing wrong to go on campus seeing and mobilizing students. And you are present and trying to them. There's nothing wrong about that. But when security are being instructed to say, look, you must ensure that we disperse that crowd. And the only way to disperse the crowd is not to engage them. It is when you shoot them by rubber bullets and all of that. And have once have they done that? that? Have they been shooting students with rubber bullets? No, I'm saying the, the, the reason why we end up having some kind of violence. Yeah, but have they? Have, have the, has I, the security I, used violence against the students? They have. Okay, in what, what violence? They have. You know, when students so, so are protesting, there's a video of security last week. There was a protest, students are trying to move in different directions. And mm-hmm. when they come to community, pushing them hard away from where they're supposed how, to be. How did they do that? They, they, they did that using, I, I don't know how to call it, but they're using some kind of uh, material to put them away from where they are trying to move. They were so, u- some sort of material. Were they using rubber bullets? Were they using uh, uh, batons? What were they using? Yes, not rubber bullets, but the other one. But the point I'm trying to make here is that when you are protesting on campus, you are protesting on campus, you are moving around campus, mobilizing students to support a genuine cause. Yeah. Now, when you are moving around, security, what, what security, the responsibility of security to ensure that there is no violence. And by the way, they should be uh, the ones who are saying, it's fine, we can continue the protest, but don't step this and that, don't vandalize. Right. But the moment you decide to move students from mm-hmm. where they are protesting, using force, that is where the issue begins. So then it's, okay, then it's okay to vandalize? Yeah. Okay, so, all right. So we've seen, and I'm sure you've seen it too, Vincent Lantla, is you've seen students out of the streets of Bromfontein uh, trying to close stores, pulling out signs, trying their best to break signs, throwing trash on the ground. What's your views on that kind of protest? Our, our view is that, uh, you know, in a in mass uh, action, in a protest, there's always there's an element that's a counter-revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And we've always engaged our comrades on the ground that when you engage on the, on the protest, you must ensure that these elements are being exposed. Because some of the people are engaging in this process without having a, an intention of ensuring that we resolve matters. So our view is that those who are for the rough element in the process of protest, they must be exposed. Because our intention is not to disrupt, our intention is not to collapse anything, but our intention is to ensure that the management here all right so are you as the south african student congress asking students to report those vandals of course especially the for comrades on the ground those who if they've seen some comrades who are doing wrong things mm. or anyone who's doing wrong things they must be reported to us because we're not in a position here to Remember, this infrastructure that you are, are having in our university, if we are destroying them today, how are they going to have classes tomorrow? Because sure. tomorrow, we are going to need a very thin infrastructure for us to proceed with our academic, with our academic life.
Okay, let's talk about the actual the problems. Uh, students owing over 150,000 rand not allowed to register. Is there going to be a solution for this? If VITs aren't listening to the SRC, as you say, and the SRC aren't listening to VITs, what is the solution here, according to the Student Congress? Um, you know, we, we call those students, they, they fall under what we call a missing maker. Um, SASCO, as an organization, has always called for uh, for NSWAP in particular to increase the threshold of price in 50,000, mm. uh, at least to 55,000 to accommodate uh, those kind of students. And I know that if, even if we achieve that, we still have a question of making money because not everyone is able to qualify for NSWAP, even sure. if we manage to achieve that 500,000 But at the same time, we ask government that. On the question of little making, we need to find a, a permanent solution because this thing of little making, this year we had an interview with SABC as well. We said we foresee that one of the matters are going to engage, are going to force her to go and map and see is the question of making and making. But at the same time, universities themselves must be able to check at least those people are falling under making and How are they performing? Because you can't say then if someone who owns 103,000, from the universities and academic is performing and are feeling that that's going to ignore mm. that mm. without having some kind of intervention because you can see that there's a progress. So you can't say that it's only government who must have responsibility. Even universities themselves must find ways. Like for instance, a university like VET is a big institution. It's a big institution. Most of people in the world have an interest on VET. That university has a capacity to mobilize funds then come and assist those students, especially if a student is performing academically. We have a view that that person must not be left outside of the system, because he or she performs, and that is what we need at the end of the day. President Lantla Semelani, thank you very much. President of the South African Students' Congress, giving his views on what's happening at Wits University.